How you doing out there, people? This is your boy, Marlon Ballard, with the Love to Laugh podcast. I am joined by a special, special guest, man. We've seen this brother in, in movies. We heard his music. I want y'all to get up for Ryan Toby, man. Give it up. Roo, 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 roo. <laughs> My man, hey, man. How you doing, brother? All is well, man. All is well, man, at the studio uh, here in Atlanta right now. You know what I'm saying? Just uh, putting some work in, actually working on a, on a Christmas album I wanted to give to the people this year, so... That's what yeah. I'm talking about, man. It's good to see you, man. You know, it's, it's been a couple oh, years you. since we've seen you on around or, or heard your name, man. So definitely people have been asking. I know you've been on social media seeing people be like, yo, where's the boy from Sister Act and all that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. I've been working. They've been hearing me. They just didn't know it was me. I've just been, you know, writing exactly. and producing for other people. So they didn't know it was me. But they've been definitely hearing me. <laughs> my man hey man so um man we're gonna we're gonna get this thing started you know people can't wait so oh man so man you, you you're originally from new jersey man how was it like coming up in new jersey oh it was great man i'm from a town a small town called willingboro uh willingboro new jersey it's um like about 20 minutes from philly about an hour and a half uh south of new york so um yeah growing up in willingboro was fun because it was like you know, you had influx of, you know, people from Philly moving uh, to, to, it was like that suburb that uh, young black families could could come and, and get an affordable home. So it was like, it was a nice little black suburb that people from New York, people from Philly, you know, was getting out the hood and giving their families a better chance and stuff like that. And um, so it was a, it's a great culture, you know, hip hop, R&B. I mean, you know, it was a little bit of everything was there, you know what I mean? A little bit of that hood element was there, you know what I mean? It's gotten way more hood now, but, you know, when I was growing up, it was pretty fun, man, you know what I mean? And um, the musical influences were great. And, uh, yeah, man, just going to Philly, you know, to hang out, going to New York to go shopping and hang out and stuff like that. It was great growing up in Willingboro. Man, so it, what, what's, what's it? What's the talent like out there? Were there like were there a lot of singers around you when you came up? Were there more so rapping at the time? Oh, yeah. It was everything, man. Uh, the talent was insane. I mean, I mean, Carl Lewis went to our high school. You know, the, the yeah. Olympic gold medalist, um, uh, uh, Megahertz, the producer that did. You know, we ain't go when no. Okay. Yeah, me and him grew up together. We went to school together. Um, Mike City, who did Carl Thomas, Wish I Never Met Her, you know what I mean? Um, and Sunshine Anderson, heard it all before. He's he's from Willingboro. Uh, oh, one man. of the guys, one of the guys from the group Channel Live is from Willingboro. Spark Madism. Uh, uh, Mike Zombie, Zombie on the track that did started from the bottom from Drake. He's from Willingboro. Uh, Y'all got talent of, flowing through that city, yeah, man. Yeah, Wanye from Boys the Men. He graduated. From from Willingboro High School, uh, City High is from Willingboro. Uh, oh my gosh, I, the list goes on and on, man. Uh, Ty Trivet, big gospel uh, star, yeah, gospel he's from Willingboro. A lot of us grew up together and went to school together. So, you know, and then, then um, yeah, man, it's just so much talent. A lot of uh, some NFL athletes came out of my city. I don't know, something in the water, man. Something in the water out there. So I grew up around a lot of singers, a lot of musicians, a lot of dope rappers. Um, yeah, it was fun, man. Something in the water. Many man, more okay. <laughs> you, so you, you, you was bred around talent and, and pretty much like, in, in my opinion, the most talent has came from the Virginia, Jersey, New York, that, that area. And that's just like, it's something definitely in the water around there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, but really like, 
the, the things you have done, brother, has, has been amazing. Like like I said, we've been watching you since since we were we were a kid, and then like when Sister Act Two came out, we was like, man, who who is this? I you hear it blowing like this in this movie. No, yeah. so how did how did you end up getting in Sister Act Two? Oh man, I auditioned for that movie. Um, uh, I was working with uh, my first manager at the time, named Marvin Thompson, uh, and also this um, this young A and R who was like an a executive A and R at RCA Records at the time, named Kenny Ortiz. He's the guy that discovered SWV. He also discovered like a young Neptunes and Young Pharrell. Um, he was working with them at the time, and he wanted to sign me to a record deal. But he was, he wanted to develop me first. He said, you know, you need a little bit more development. So he had me, um, he had me recording some demos. He was putting me in the studio. Actually, one of the writers that he sent me to go work with, the first, one of my first, my very first demo I ever recorded was with a young writer, unknown writer named Joe. <laughs> the singer-songwriter Joe was the, the cat who wrote my first little demo, man. When I was 14 years old, Joe was like this little young writing-ass nigga, man. And uh, he wrote this song for me and, and, and stuff like that. And so um, Kenny then, uh, he was trying to get me uh, an audition for Sister Act 2. He heard about the auditions, him and my manager uh, for Sister Act 2. And they was just looking for kids that would sing, could sing in the, um, in the background, just in the choir and stuff like that. And he was like, yo, you should go. They're looking for kids that could sing and dance. You should go. So they got me on the list somehow. I didn't have an agent. I ain't have none of that. And uh, oh, that, was the first, that was the first audition I ever went on in my life. First thing I ever auditioned for, ever. And it, I, I had to go to New York, you know, had to sing a song for them, had to read a couple of lines. And uh, yeah, man, they ended up calling me back like, what, seven times? I think I had seven or eight callbacks. And um, on, on that final callback, that was when I, I booked the gig. First time at my first my first time auditioning for anything. First movie, first everything. So how how was your nerves? You know when it was like, yo, you got the part. You was like, I, I didn't. It, it was it was a word. I mean, I, I didn't know how to feel because it's like it, it's not like I necessarily grew up, you know, dying to be an actor. I wasn't one of those kids. You know, I didn't have that that mom that was taking me to auditions and stuff like that. So it was all so new to me. I was just a little kid from Willenboro, you know, grew up singing in church and, you know, it's like you sing in church on Sunday and then you get in trouble for rapping and, and, and beating on the desk in the lunchroom, you know what I'm Hell saying? Yeah. <laughs> all, all, all for the rest of the week, you know what I mean? So I was just that kid that was just singing and dancing around the way. I was just known for pop locking and all of that, you know what I mean, around the way. So all this talk about being in a movie was like mind blowing to me. I didn't know how to feel to be quite honest. It, it was it wasn't even real. Sometimes it still doesn't seem real. <laughs> and 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 that movie has became a classic over the years. They play it every chance they get. You're in a movie yeah. with Whoopi, Lauren, Lauren yeah, Jenna, uh, yeah, 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 like, yeah. Yo, so it's it's talent flowing through that and. We haven't seen like we really kind of haven't seen anything like that. Like maybe fighting temptation, like something like that. But other like besides kids and they're blowing like that, we haven't seen that since. Yeah. And, and man, and then they let you shine in the movie. Like you, you yeah. murdered Oh Happy Day. Oh, you thank you, man. Murdered that. Thank you, and, brother. <laughs> and, and and since that has become like a favorite part of the movie, how many people come up to you screaming in your face trying to hit that note? <laughs> oh my gosh! It, it, it used to be like at least once a day people would ask me about it. <laughs> you know, and that that was before Instagram. Now 
on Instagram, I got people hitting me, DMing me all the time. Can you still hit that note? Oh my God, did you really hit that note? <laughs> this one lady, one lady just hit me today. She said, "What well, she said, um, she said, was that in the script or did you just do that? Or did you just, you know, uh, freestyle it? And I'm just, yeah, I'm just thinking like, of course it was in the script. It's a movie, you know, I didn't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> nah, but I know, I know what she meant though. You know what I mean? But people ask me about that all the time, brother. It's man, because I, I can't imagine that you just be shopping, going to get some McDonald's. People like, oh, you the when Jesus, you like, whoa, 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 chill, right? right. So, has, has anybody um surprised you and actually hit the note and sounded good doing it? I've heard a couple people do it. I've heard a couple people do it. Girl, you know, a couple females I've heard hit it. Um, and I heard one one singer. Uh, uh, I can't remember his name. I was at a, a karaoke night one night, and but it was in LA, so it was some real singers, you know, okay. real real singers there. It was in Hollywood, and and uh, and it was actually the karaoke night that all the singers go to. So it okay. ain't even karaoke night. It's like a performance <laughs> night, you know what I'm saying? And and, uh, and somebody got up there because they knew I was in the building. So they got up there and sang Oh Happy Day. And he actually hit the note. He went for it. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Yo, I'm about to say, I'm like, they got Oh Happy Day at a karaoke night? Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, they got all kind of songs in the karaoke machine these days, bro. Oh, man. So um, like I said, it's, it's a classic movie. And um, I actually wrote, I actually saw it. And it says you wrote Joyful Joyful. Like this is no 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 I, I so in joyful joyful um I wrote the uh, I wrote the rap part that okay. in the breakdown part when the song breaks down and the guys start rapping yeah yeah okay. yeah I wrote I wrote that I actually wrote that rap man okay okay damn man mm -hmm. just you you was full with talent like I said they gave you your oh, part just, you had your solo part on there Lauren y'all like y'all stood out how did it how did it feel to be you know working with a, a young Lauren Hill at the time. I mean, Lauren was amazing. I mean, we all knew she was going to do big things. She mm -hmm. was amazing, even back then, man, as an 18-year-old girl. She was 17 turning 18. Um, she was just amazing, so articulate, um, so intelligent. I mean, she was gorgeous. She could sing. She could rap. She could dance. Um, we, and then, you know, she was telling us about her, this little group, she, this little rap group she was in called the Refugees. And, <laughs> and, yeah, we just shot a video. We about to come out. My rap group about to come out. And it's like, you know, everybody just wait like, yeah, all right, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But, man, they came out and, you know what I mean, blew up huge. But we all knew it, man. Lauren was special. Man. Was and, yeah, you're right. She blew up, right, like, right after Six Direct. Like, they came out, I think, 94, 95 with, with the score and everything. And then, and then pretty much from then on, she has became a legend pretty much in the – in the music industry, uh, Tanya Blount, she came out with uh, her albums. I think she's yeah. still out here blowing. She's become a staple in the gospel yeah. um, area. So mm -hmm. since you have done your Sister Act 2, which is a gospel movie, did that make you want to stay in the gospel field or did, did you want to break out and you know, do um, other genres? Well, I mean, Sister Act wasn't really a gospel movie. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. <laughs> we just I mean, had to I'm, I'm saying that because it, it was in the church. You know, it's based on, you know, it's based on, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, the only thing, it was, it was, it was, it was set, the setting was a, a, a Catholic school. That's about it. But that ain't, that ain't gospel. <laughs> gotcha. 
<laughs> you know, Tyler Perry movies be gospel movies. Like Sister Act Two. I, I see you. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sister Act Two was nowhere near a gospel movie. Uh, it was a Disney movie. You know what I mean? But um, so nah, it, it it because of that, it never even dawned on me to want to be a gospel artist or anything like that. I think it's just that Sister Act Two was so well, so. Uh, widely embraced by the gospel community mm. that one would think it was a gospel film or that I was a gospel artist. You know what I mean? But that was never the case. That was never the case. Absolutely. And of course, you know, we, we're in the day and age of, you know, remakes and reboots. And I heard mm. they wanted to remake Sister Act 2 and have, you know, Lauren play yeah. a teacher and then yeah, yeah. bring back the old cast. Some of them, was, was that a thing? Was that actually going to happen? Uh, I, I've heard so much. I mean, people have been talking about that for years, you know what I mean? But I never really seen any real traction. I mean, if they wanted to do it, I definitely would be open to, to reprising my role or coming back on as some type of guidance counselor or something, you know, whatever they would want me to do. Um, I mean, I'll be ready. That's for sure. You know what I mean? So, you know, I'm, I'm definitely down to do it, but I, I heard a couple people talking about, they were trying to get, get something going with that, but I don't know how real it is. We'll see. That, that would actually be dope. You know, people would be expecting you to hit another high note. Yeah, right. <laughs> they were like, yeah, he get to do it. Let's go. Let's go. Right, right. That's going to get on your nerves, though, bro. <laughs> so, um, right. Okay, so after after Sister Act, which came out in, like, 93, um, it was a couple years before um, we, we saw you again. So between that gap of Sister Act and, and City High, what was going on in your life at that point? Uh, between that gap, I was like going on some more auditions, uh, trying to land some other some other film roles and stuff like that. Didn't really land anything major. Just landed a cameo appearance in this uh, movie called Prison Song. With, oh, with uh, uh, Q-Tip, right? Q-Tip, Mary J. Blige. Yeah, I landed that, and then um, then I started working down at uh, Jazzy Jeff's studio, a Touch of Jazz uh, Productions. I started working down there and started doing a lot of writing with his camp and his producers. And uh, we, we started working, doing a whole lot of stuff. I did uh, some writing for um, a couple of TV shows, like as far as musically, and then also uh, worked with Darius Rucker from Hootie and the Blowfish. Uh, also worked with Will Smith while I was down there working with Jeff. Yeah, you did, you know, you did something on Miami, right? Well, I, I wrote Miami. I wrote that wrote song. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Miami. That was one of uh, four songs that I wrote on that album, on that Big Willie style album that Will Smith put out back in uh, 98, I think it was. Yeah, like 90, yeah, 98, something like that. Yeah. Man, yeah. I hear pinning, pinning classic records, man. That record gets played, so I know every time they get played, man, you get that cash app. <laughs> you Absolutely. Get that, He's like a cash app. You. <laughs> You're like, oh, they're playing it on the radio, oh. Bring, got it. Let's go. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Oh man. So yeah. So between that, okay. So you started getting more into songwriting, start producing, still you know auditioning for roles, and then your opportunity finally comes up, and that's the group City High. Yeah, so, um, that is. Yeah, go ahead. So so um that your your song What Would You Do was actually featured on the Life soundtrack, uh -huh. but we didn't get an album for y'all for what another two years. Why is that? I have no idea. <laughs> I honestly have no idea. Um, I mean, we, at the time, I think uh, Wyclef and uh, R. Kelly were co-executive producing the Life soundtrack. Okay. So R. Kelly was responsible 
for half the album and uh, Wyclef was responsible for half the album. And um, R. Kelly was, you know, uh, he put some of his artists and he did all the songs he did. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Wyclef was putting, featuring his artists on, on the half of the album that he did. And I think uh, our, sing our song, What Would You Do, was supposed to come out as a single off that soundtrack. But um, I think R. Kelly put out the song with Maxwell or this, or something like that, and obviously, that, yeah, that that yeah that trumped our song, so we just had to wait at that point, and it ended up being two years, and then we finally uh, we finally uh, the record label Interscope just finally put our song out on its own. Okay, because I, I remember seeing Life in theaters. I'm like, yo, because um, y'all was the closing song. I'm like, okay, that's dope. You know, the people was like, when the album coming out, and then. Like for a whole two years, I'm like, okay, and then the song finally comes out. We're like, oh, I heard this before. It was on Life. Yeah. Like, yeah. damn, is, they finally dropping this because I, I compared that to uh, Monica for You I Will because she was on the Space Jam soundtrack, but we didn't get that song on her album for another two years to the boy is mine drop. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, I was wondering why why the delay? Did they want to save y'all for, you know, yeah. the time? Okay, okay. It so, just happens like that sometimes. Exactly. So yeah. um, a lot of people, you know, compare City High to a, to a Fuji's, to, to a, a, a break off Fuji's group, like two men, a woman. Everybody yeah. can sing and rap, like you can do either or. Um, did y'all get a lot of comparisons to the Fuji's or? Um, nah, not only because, I mean, we were signed to Wyclef's label, okay. Wyclef, Gary Wonders, Book Basement label. So, I mean, and that was the whole plan. You know, there was no secret around that. Wyclef was like, yo, I'm going to make y'all my little mini Fuji's group. You know what I mean? So, so you know, uh, but ironically, we didn't get a whole lot of comparison because uh, we were different. The Fuji's were more like rappers, you know what I mean? Okay. Like a real rap. They were more, you know, rugged rap group. You know what I mean? They had dreadlocks and they was like backpack rap group. You know, we were like singing and happy and bright. You know what I mean? So we didn't really get a lot of comparison. Did um did did you ever get a chance to work with Lauren again? Since Wyclef had something to do with y'all, was she kind of like, yo? No, no. Nah, nah, Lauren was they they had gone their separate ways. So by then, okay. Yeah, I hadn't seen. We, we didn't get to see Lauren. I hadn't seen Lauren in years. Okay, okay. So um, y'all came out with the album. It it, it blew up. Like y'all had. What would you do? Of course, still gets played to this day. Um, mm -hmm. And you had um, car caramel, caramel, however people say it. <laughs> you know, people say caramel two different ways, right? But but what was what was the, the 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 writing process for that album? Like, was it is was it difficult being in the group, or was it? Did you like being uh, solo more so often? Like, uh, the only difficult thing was like you have to consider you know, when you're writing, you got to write for other people too. You got to consider, you know, like any other time I'm writing, I'm just writing what I want to say. And then I go in there and record it and be done. But it's like, you know, you got to write it, in, you know, for other people to sing and say, oh man, I got to remember to put a part in for this person, put a part in for that person. So that was the only, that was the only tricky part. But it also, it made your writing more, like made your writing stronger because you're like, okay, I know I can write for other people now. So now I can, I oh, think yeah. I can. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, y'all, did y'all have like a long tour schedule after that album? Did y'all go on the road for a while? Yeah. yeah, we were on the road for like two, two years, two or three years. Yeah, we were out all the time. We were doing a lot of shows, back to back to back. You know. Awesome. Did, um. Okay. So, what is um, what's a collaboration you wish you that could have happened but didn't? 
With who? City High? Just, just, no, just like either by yourself or with City High. Like, is there anybody y'all want to collaborate with or you? And you was like, damn, I wish that would have happened, but it didn't. Um, well, I mean, I still want a Beyonce song, but that can still happen. So <laughs> it could. I'm, I'm still waiting on that day. <laughs> definitely, definitely awesome. Man, because, because, like I said, we we've listened to you, we've listened to your songs over the years. And what what was your influence, you know, as far as writing and performing? Who did you look up to growing up? Michael Jackson and Prince. Absolutely, I mean, that was number one and two for me. You know, um, always want, those two guys made me want to be an artist, made me want to be a performer. Uh, Stevie Wonder made me want to be more of a better writer. Um, when I listened to like Donnie Hathaway, he made me want to be a better singer, um, you know. And yeah, but like, I mean, even Lionel Richie at the at that time in the '80s when I was young, MTV was was popping and stuff. It was like Lionel Richie was big, Michael Jackson was big, and, and Prince was big. So those are like the three guys that I that that made me want to be like dancing across the stage and you know what I mean, performing at the Grammys and stuff like that. Got you, man. Um, and you know, we're in the day and age of, of versus battles now since, you know, quarantine going on and everything. So who who do you think y'all can compete with in the versus battle? I know you have to have like 10 hits or whatever, but I think y'all could, uh, y'all can y'all should be mentioned in the versus battle, honestly. Who do you think y'all can go up against? Who, City High? Yes. Well, City High only had one single, so. Come on now. So yeah, we only had two singles and one album, so I wouldn't want to go again. You know, when you go in versus battles, it's because you got a deep catalog. You do. You know, people still going to throw you in one. They're like, man, look at that. Like, they still throwing people into ones that shouldn't happen. There's a lot of versus battles that shouldn't happen. But I'm like, oh. you know, I can, I can see really? this like, going up against that one. Hmm? What, what versus battles did you see that shouldn't happen? Um, I mean, honestly, like, the the – the Patty and Gladys one through, came out of side for me. I'm like, where'd this come from? Like, I, I thought it was a hoax. I'm like, it, it's cool it happened, but I'm like, yeah, okay, I can see that happening. Oh. I was, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll catch the next one. It's uh, it's another one too that that happened. Um, like, I enjoyed the the Nelly and uh Ludacris one, but I'm, I thought they was, I still think they're in two different categories. I think Ludacris should have went up against Ti. That's oh, that's, oh, that's yeah. what we wanted. Yeah, so yeah. it's a couple of ones. I'm like, eh, you know, this, I can yeah. see that, but it, I didn't really enjoy it. Now, the best one was the Beanie Man, the Beanie Man one. I enjoyed that one. But I mean, but all the artists that you just named, though, they all got an experience. Yeah, they got a lot of albums. So, right. you, you know, what I mean, City High only had one album. Who? What are we gonna battle with? Hey. <laughs> but like, but is here's the thing. Like y'all, y'all song. Or songs still hit this day. Like you, you don't have to have an extensive catalog. You just, that one song you remember for forever. Now moving on to this day and age, you got people that are drop dropping songs that I don't think will be played. You know, a, yeah. in the, in a while from now, like they're gonna be forget. They're gonna be forgotten. Nice. But, but when 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 what when what would you do comes on, you like. Okay, I'm gonna sing this joint. Like, what would I do if my son was home? Yeah, like, he's gonna be like, okay. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Nah, I feel you. Now, why? Why only two singles from from the album? Is it that was just it? 
Um, yeah, the label was ready to move on to the next. They were ready to get another project done. You know what I mean? They didn't want to spend any more money uh, promoting that album. So we put out the two singles and they did what they did. And then the label was ready to move on to the next album. Okay, so so there was a next album like going to happen. Like why? Why? Like I mean, well, we started recording. We started, yeah, we started recording the second album, but uh, the group broke up during the, while we were recording, so the album never came out. Uh, okay, so so y'all did record some tracks for the next album. You just didn't. Yeah, yeah, we recorded a whole album, but but it never came out. Damn. Okay. Okay. Just, I mean, like, like I said, we 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 know the story. We know what happened. Um, do you, do you want to touch on that a little bit, or like on how how City High broke up? Or I mean, it ain't really much to touch on. Everybody know the story. <laughs> they, they, they know the story. We like we've heard heard we heard Claudette's version, and we we seen Robbie on. I think what I forgot what show that was on. Intervention. 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 So it is. Like what the fuck? Like I'm like like we we hear it. We like nah, that's not true. But we're like, that's why the group broke up. And did you was your intentions to like it was that to you know break up my group? Break, no, 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 no. No, <laughs> no like was you like did would, did everything seem right at the time? Was you like man, she's with him, but like she's not happy and. Like she's gonna come over here with me. Was that the was that the case or? Oh no, nah, they, they broke. They had broke up. They they weren't they weren't together. I mean, okay. When, when she and I started dating, they had been broke up. Okay, because because you know he motherfuckers was making it seem like yo he's they was together. You came in was like yo bam now she's with me oh, type of thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't, people think whatever they want to think. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> I, I understand. I understand. You know. I, I put up a poll, people and, asked, and I'm I like, mean, I mean, my nigga, that shit was so long ago. I don't even, I don't even know if anybody even cares anymore. Like that shit was like 20 years ago. Do, do, <laughs> um, do, do, will, will there ever kind of be a, a City High reunion of, of some sorts? Like would that ever happen? <laughs> nah. No. Nah, not at this stage, nah. Okay, so do, when you when you perform, do you perform the, the, the songs by yourself mm -hmm. or? You don't no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, 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 I don't. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's unnecessary. I feel you. I mean, shit, people break up and then, you know, artists, they go, you know, do other renditions of their songs, you know. Yeah, they, I, I mean, I used to a little bit, but it's not the same without the three. So, you know, you just got you gotta move on, man. We were so young back then, like you know. Y'all was young. Y'all was young as hell. Y'all were. Yeah, like so, it's no need to try to keep that going. You know what I mean? It's like move on. You know, it was a great moment in time, and let it be what it was. Like mm -hmm. you no need to trying to recreate it. Because motherfuckers, like you, you let them, you let them choose your song. They were like, okay, they'll ask for a set list. They be like, can you sing joyful, joyful at your concert? Yeah. You're like, why would I sing that? I need a whole. Right. Song. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 I understand, right. bro. I, I really do. So, um. Now it is the year 2020. Um, what are you working on now, bro? You you said a Christmas album. You you got anything? Yeah, else yeah. well, I just I just dropped um, ten albums over uh, in the, in the spring from like April April third April fifth to like June third. I put out ten albums called Songs for the Lockdown, volumes one through ten. Um, it's like eighty records, and uh, yeah, that was the main thing I did over the spring. And then um, now I'm 
getting geared up to put out a few more new albums and uh, my this Christmas album is just is one of them. Um, I have a project that I did with a young producer artist that I signed named Kawhi and the name of the project is Trophy um, and we I'm going to release that and then I have these other two albums I'm going to release and then I'm going to put out my Christmas album and get ready for the top of the year. That's what I'm talking about bro because is it going to be streaming on um, you know Spotify and YouTube music is is it gonna be on there? Not nah, music. nah. I'm putting out CDs. It's like no, nah, just wait. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be streaming everywhere. I mean, I mean there's something, there's a, <laughs> you know how many music? You know how much music is in the streaming? Like it's it's certain albums that's on certain is uh, it's certain nah, shit on nah, title. I'm, I'm just messing with you, man. I know, yeah, I know, nah, I know. Yeah, nah. It's gonna be streaming. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm gonna have it. It's gonna be available everywhere. Okay, all streaming platforms for sure. Cause you know some some platforms you can't find certain Prince albums and Jay Z yeah, titles. So yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah, which one? Okay. Yeah, nah, it's gonna be everywhere. Awesome. And are you still you're still auditioning for for movie roles and, and whatnot? Um, uh, actually, right now I'm just focusing on uh creating my own content. Really, you know what I mean. I'm gonna start doing some more uh you know YouTube content as uh you know what I mean some writing some stuff for that um i actually been approached by a couple of uh some young producers film producers and stuff that are talking about some projects but it's a little too early for me to speak on those things right now but yeah i'm definitely keeping those doors open i'm just you know having fun living life and putting out records man that's what i'm talking about bro i'm, I'm glad you're staying busy everything like i said you we grew up with you you're a legend to me like you you wrote so many hits like from from the Will Smiths, I hope you get your Beyonce collab because I know you you looking forward to that. We are gonna catch you on the next album in the in the desert in Africa somewhere because you know she she's like she majestic as fuck right now. Like I'm like yo this she went from bills 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 to yo I'm about to own my own continent type shit. Like it was, that's <laughs> that's wild, bro. Oh man, so are, are you a, are you a fan of um, comedy? Yeah, absolutely. You are okay. Could you uh, could you see yourself getting on stage and uh, you know telling some jokes? Nah, <laughs> uh, nah. I respect the craft too much to get up there and play myself because I respect what, you, what comedians do, and I know that it, it 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 takes a whole lot more than just getting up there and thinking you funny just because you funny at your barbecues at home. <laughs> so, absolutely. Because with, with, you know how social media is, man. You get you get a million views on anything. Comedy clubs are calling like, yo, we got to have you headline. Like, yeah. get everybody else that's been working hard at this. Yo, you got the views. So that, yeah. that's that's what we got to battle against. But, man, it's, what what's something that, like that you enjoy seeing on social media that's hilarious? Like, you got everything. Like, I'm I like Kev on stage. You like Kev on stage? I like Kev on stage. Yeah, and I like Tony Baker, and I like uh, I Am Dulo. Those are my three favorites right now. Man, it's Tony Baker be killing me with that skip that diddly d shit. That shit be I swear to God, if I trip in front of this guy, I'm gonna delete my entire social media. Do you have any advice for uh new and up and coming writers and singers? Anything to help them stay on the right path with their career path? Um, best advice I could say is just stay true to yourself. Um make sure you get a lawyer to read over your contracts, you know, don't sign anything. Without a lawyer, <laughs> without reading your contract. Yeah, that's damn right, because it's, it's too many seasons of unsung from bad deals. So y'all need to get y'all shit. Oh, <laughs> right. uh, man. Hey, man, I really appreciate you, man. Hey, tell people uh, where to follow you on social media at, man. 
Absolutely. Uh, so on IG, it's at Ryan Toby Ryan, R Y A N T O B Y R Y A N. Facebook is Ryan Toby. Uh, Twitter is uh, Ryan Toby Ryan. Excellent. Excellent, man. All right. Um, thank y'all so much for tuning in to uh, the Love the Laugh podcast, man. My special guest, man. He dropped some jewels on me. He dropped some jewels on y'all. I appreciate y'all for listening. You will see much more of him. So make sure you stay tuned. Follow him on social media and make sure you follow the Love for Laugh podcast. I'm Marlon Ballard. Thank you so much.